The Sermon for Reformation Day is based on the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 8, verses 31 to 36. The sermon is entitled, The Reformation for Freedom. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes, the Reformation was the fight for true freedom. As the hierarchy during the time of Luther, the church was very strong. So was its traditions, from merits to indulgences, even to purgatory. But as Luther read the Word, the Holy Scriptures, there he realized soon that the course to which the church was on was something needed to be said. For Martin Luther, he knew that nothing good could come from it. And he too once himself tried himself. He entered the monastic life in hopes of holying himself, right? Making himself holy. Yet he, he quickly discovered that his pursuit for holiness would only show even greater his true despair over his own sin. Freedom he did not find in the monastery, nor would it be in the clinking sound of coins falling in the money chest. Yes, the sale of indulgences was their significant hope for freedom at the time. For the church would receive payments to spare themselves or another in their time in purgatory. Now, purgatory is another discussion for another day. But Luther, well, there were flags, big red flags being raised up. For the Holy Scriptures did not mention anything of it, indulgences or even purgatory, nothing of it. And ultimately, as all indulgences would signify that man could indeed somehow merit their own righteousness, saving themselves. In other words, in subtitles, no need for the Word, no need for Christ. We can do it. Why need Jesus? Right? And thus on October 31st, 1517, it was time for Luther to be steadfast in the word, to be bold in the word, to stand up for the truth. As he nailed the 95 theses on the door of Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany, and there we would see the Reformation. And so in John 8, the people needed the same. They needed their own reforming as well. For the Jews also had their own version of righteousness. As the offspring of Abraham, they claimed they were enslaved to no one. That in the line of Abraham, they had it all. Yet what they failed to see was Genesis 3. What they failed to see was Genesis 12. And that was the promise of the future seed. That through the line of Abraham would be Christ. The Lamb of God. The Word made flesh. The truth that would set them free. Yet Jesus even saw the red flags with them as they sought freedom apart from Christ. Even a little leaven 
leavens the whole lump. Even a little bit. And this is the subtle deception. Apart from Christ. Because apart from Christ, the devil very well knows what? He can never be set free. And this is the deception that unfolds in many different forms, whether it be indulgences or merits or even in our present day. It still continues. Somehow we tell ourselves that we need to earn or justify our own righteousness. It is the same. And you may say indulgences. We don't do that. But yet when we examine the words that leave the tip of our tongues, how quickly we find that subtle deception in our hearts and minds and well. As we say those words, you know, in this Christian life, I try my best to be good. I make my best attempt. I, I pursue holiness. I, I try my best. I do all these things. And soon enough, there is no Jesus in that sentence. And there we are in that great deception. See, for the Jews, it was all about lineage. It was all about tradition. For the Jews, they thought they were set apart because they were simply in this line of Abraham. They missed the point. Because this line would lead to their ultimate blessing, and that is Jesus Christ alone. But yet, they rested upon these laurels of their lineage. And we do that too, don't we? Right? Culturally speaking, you might say, well, I'm a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation Lutheran. That must amount to something, right? I mean, it's so easy that we rest upon these cultural laurels as if these labels will give us some sort of justification in front of God. But rather than being a tradition, it's no. All those years, you heard the word. That's the key. From the law to the gospel, the truth. From the word to the sacraments, the truth. Time and time again, as you feed and receive these very words, this is what the faith is all about. It's Jesus. Right? Even when Holly is 119 years old, it's still going to be about Jesus, right? That's right. Because it has to be. There is no other truth that will set you free. There is no other truth, period. We see this in our first parents. Maybe they thought, well, maybe if I don't follow God's word and I find my own truth and I follow the devil's lies, maybe we can have our own truth. Maybe we could be our own little gods. But this was not the case. They were hiding in terror, knowing what they had done. See, without Jesus, could the Jews have their resolve and their lineage? Would this suffice in their status in front of God? Would indulgences be sufficient? Did they have the purchasing power to overcome their teachings of purgatory? Don't you see? It's all about man. In our own work, it's all about earning and making the climb to salvation. As if we can make the climb, right? 
It is Jesus who is crushing this climb as he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits a sin is a slave to sin. We heard in the epistle this morning, ever since the fall, no one is righteous, not even one. Jesus does not mince his words. Whoever sins is a slave to sin. Well, and that puts everyone in the same basket. And see, the deception is what? Well, that's true. But, you know, I've been a good person. You know, I, I'm not like everyone on TV. I'm not like people in the world. St. Paul, again, crushes that very notion, says, There is no distinction for all of sin and fall short to the glory of God. Therefore, how important it is to be here right now, to hear God's word. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. To remain, to abide in the word. This is the reason for the Reformation. This is our great reminder of what our life of faith is all about. It is rooted in the scriptures. To abide in the truth of God's word alone. The word. Not what we want it to say, not what we think it says, but simply to abide in the God-breathed word. You know, Luther, he saw this clearly. He saw it in himself. He saw it in others, that pursuit for human holiness in front of God. The assurance that he thought he could attain for himself in one moment of his life. But as he read scripture, there he realized that through the law comes the knowledge of our own sin. That means I can't save myself. I can't bring any words to God to say, to change God's mind about my sin. I can't do it. You can't do it. And thus here we are in the Word, on this Reformation Day, as the Word of Truth sets us free. The Word that shows us clearly what we are dealing with in our sin. The Word that calls us to repentance. But also points us to the truth that is in Christ alone. Today is about the Word. Yesterday is about the Word. Tomorrow and forever is about the Word. This is what the Reformation is all about. It will always be about Jesus. Because the Bible is Christ. The offspring of Abraham will lead to Christ. What Luther was fighting for was the Christ. Because it is the one our Savior, who became a slave of all, a servant of all, to fulfill the word for you. No one else could be your salvation. No one else could forgive you of your sins. No one else can give you life everlasting but Christ alone. Sola Scriptura, the word, sola gratia, the grace, sola fide, only the faith, sola Christus, 
only Christ. No other options. No other alternate routes to salvation. Only Christ, only Christ, His blood, His sacrifice, His work for each and every one of you. That by His cross, His promise, of course, in His death and resurrection, there you have no dead end. Because the work is in Christ's hands for you. What Luther proclaimed is what we still proclaim this day. Because the head of the church is Christ, the cornerstone, the blood that was shed for you, the Savior who we preach time and time again. What else is there to preach? What other truth can set you free? Nothing. Because Jesus is the truth. The truth that sets you free. You are free, my friends. Do you believe that? No need to add anything to the table of your righteousness because your righteousness has already been set. The table has been set by the one who died and rose for you. And this is the truth. His grace as gift, as your purchasing power, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood, the redemption at Calvary, the cross in Christ Jesus, who washes away your sins. You are forgiven. This is what Luther was standing for. This is what we stand for today. It is Jesus. And there you are, resting in his truth, forgiven of all your sins. There is no other freedom but Christ alone. The devil barks. The devil will accuse. The devil will do anything in every which way to deceive you, thinking that you can do this yourself. But remember as we sang our sermon hymn today, one word can fell him. You know, the devil is like that barking dog. You know, that aggressive dog that is snarling, that is just... I don't know about you, if you've ever seen a scary dog before, that's how the devil is. And what do we do with the devil? We, we see that scary dog and we... Well, when I was a child, I would... <laughs> I would run away, <laughs> and that would make it worse, usually, right? But I remember one day you would just stand pat, and the, the dog wouldn't do anything. He would just sit there. And for us, one word, as we stand steadfast in the word of truth, that one word, where the devil has no play, that one word is Jesus. One word can fell him. And that is the word of Christ. That means the battle has been won. That means victory is already yours. That means the gates of hell do not confine you. 
That means your sins are accounted for and no stone of sin is left unturned. There is nothing or extra or remainder that you must do. No, your life is already on the eternal timeline. From sin, death, and the power of the devil, you are set free. I know. Life is tough, very difficult, a lot of struggles, a lot of temptations. But that's what this Reformation Day is all about. It's your freedom. And you are set free by Christ alone. And this is what it will always be for you. For remember these words. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. <laughs> now and forevermore, now and forevermore we shall. Because that's what Reformation was that day, and that's what this day is all about as well. Because in Christ, as we preach it, there we have the forgiveness of all of our sins. Go now, set free. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.